No. He says, I have found a man after my own heart. A lot of us, we want the face of God, right? We want the hand of God. We want the hand of God. Say, Father, pour the prophetic on me. Pour the miraculous on me. Oh, Lord, if one person will emerge a billionaire here, let it be me. Oh, Lord, this is my pain that is side paining. Oh, heal it. Right? You said through prosperity, your kingdom shall be. Lord, prosper me. God said, listen, I have two sailors to put here. He said, I have found a man after my heart. He he has not yet described the heart of David. But he said, David is after his own heart. Can I shock you? It will not be a shock because you are learned people. You already know. You cannot tell whether you are truly my friend or not. Only me knows who my, my reference are. You can call me every day, send me gifts, honor me, but you don't know whether you are my friend or not. I'm the only one who knows who my reference are. The person that I can sacrifice for, I meditate good about the person and I can, I can give myself for. Only me knows. Forget it. You can only know those who are your friends. You cannot know those whose friends you are. You have authority only over your own heart. You don't know people's hearts, my brother, my sister. Somebody can even woo you for seven years and marry you and his heart is not with you. <laughs> oh, you're joking. Somebody can serve you, call you papa, pour water on your this, do this, go and paste your poster, do this, but his heart is far from you. So you cannot know who is after your own heart. You can only know those whom your heart is after. Because some people that your heart is after don't even know that your heart is after them. You love them, you cherish them, but you don't even know how to show it. But they don't know. But God, because he's omniscient, he knows the unknown and the known. He says, I know those whose hearts are after me. Only God has that capacity to know. We only do pronostic, but God knows. He says, do you know that God knows your heart? I don't know your heart. You can sleep with me, do everything, but I don't know me your heart. But God knows. That's why yesterday was saying that your sin will find you out. <laughs> See, your sin that nobody knows, but God knows. God knows your heart. Forget about public service names and accolades. God knows your heart. He knows. He says, Saul's heart is not with me. And I'll show you that. But he said, David, he's after my heart. Hallelujah. (laughs) Proverbs 23 verse 26. Quickly. Let me show somebody something. Proverbs 23, 26. My son, give me thine heart. And let thine eyes observe my ways. My son, give me. It means you can be my son without giving me your heart. Because a lot of times we read 
some scriptures, we think they don't apply to us, that they are talking to unbelievers. You're joking. Most of the things Jesus said, he was speaking to saints. Most. The primary purpose of the Bible is God talking to his children. God is telling his son, his son, to give me his... So, do you know what makes you God's son? It's not that you have given your heart to him. It's that you have accepted the free gift of Jesus. You enter into sonship and you are joined here. You are seated in the heavenly places with him. You are called son. Even angels, they revere you. Then he's now telling his son, say, my son, my daughter, please... Give me your heart. It's not to unbelievers. God is talking Bali, my pastor, <laughs> my bishop. Some people are archbishops, and he's still calling them. My archbishop, please give me your heart. Yes, my prophet, my prophet. What qualifies you for the gifts of God? It's just the sonship now. It's not your heart too. I'll explain. My prophet, please give me your. My apostle, please give me your heart. God is telling somebody today, my son, my daughter, please give me your heart. Let me tell you about the mystery of, a, a little mystery of the heart. You know, you can give birth to a child, but you don't decide his heart. You understand? You can be melancholic or, or, or phlegmatic. You give birth to a child whose heart is choleric. Look at, observe little children. They don't have knowledge, but they have a heart that can will what they do without understanding. A little child without understanding takes pleasure in slapping other children. You say, what? He takes pleasure in boxing. Or if, he's, if, if, if something is not good, he will cry until he disturbs everybody. You beg, he disturbs everybody before he says, Very wicked. <laughs> A little child like this, without knowing what he is doing. Another little child, before you touch him, he's already sorry. Before he did, ah! you can give birth to a child, you don't determine his heart. You don't determine his heart. You, did you choose your heart? I'm going to help somebody this morning by the grace of God. Did you choose your heart? I didn't choose my heart. Oh. I just discovered that this is the kind of heart I have. You can transform your brain, your thoughts by the knowledge you put in. You can read more books and reshape your focus. But to change your heart. <laughs> ah. You can change your face color by applying a little cream. You can change your, your apostolic, your, your office, your title. You can choose to wear a collar. It's just about 300,000. Reverend, or whatever. You can change your, you can change a lot of things. You can even, in fact, eh, you can tie belt and fast and make like this. And then very soon you become like Kim. If you don't know Kim, it's okay. It means I'm on safe ground. Well, let me add Kardashian so that you know. You can change even your size. Do you know that? You can learn a new trait and master the skill. But to change your heart, your 
you don't have the power to do it. The only power you have is to place your heart on the altar of God. The Bible says, Paul plants Apollo's waters. Only God gives the increase. That's why God is telling you, my son, give me your heart. You can't do anything about the heart of yours. You have been trying, but it is not changing. Some of us are sick and tired of the kinds of heart we have. We are even, we don't, we have, we hate the heart. I don't know if you feel what I'm feeling. There is just a natural tendency for me to always want to adjust. Even when I've tried and your heart, my, it's a powerful force. You cannot tame it. But the Lord says, give it to me. Stop struggling with it. You cannot. You want to stop pornography? Some people even say, I was born like this. I just love me the men. Emmanuel, you're quick to judge him. You're still growing. You're quick to judge him. How can a man who has a, he's telling that he loves a man and he's saying that he's natural, he's all, how can, how can, how can? You're joking. You, you just love ice cream, you don't love groundnut. Why? 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 From bed, you just came, you don't want you to eat meat and fish. Why? Nobody taught you not to eat meat and fish, but you just don't, Why? You don't just love your authority. You don't like anybody telling you what to do at this. You want to lead. Why? Even when we have explained to you, explain that that tend. Why? Your heart is a powerful force you cannot tame in a hurry. You can't tame the heart in a hurry. That's why I told you. You can lie a lie detector and condition your muscles and your hormones and everything and touch it like this and say blue when it is red and the lie detector will say you are speaking the truth. But in your heart, you cannot lie yourself. You can lie until that lie becomes the truth to your conscience. That way you say it, every part of you says yes. Even the prophet says it is correct. But your heart knows that no, it is not correct. The Bible says, my son, Give that heart to me. Give it to me. You cannot change your heart. I don't know if you are sick and tired of your kind of heart. Ah, you have done therapy. Joanita Bynum said, after she finished, was it a twenty-one day fast or whatsoever? She went back to the same thing, and then she said, "Oh Lord, it's not about my fasting. Please, you do something." When we don't tell you these things, you suffer in them and you think it is abnormal. It is the reality. (laughs) I watched a movie, The Encounter. And the movie was too nice. So, the Jesus in the movie was telling a girl. And she told the girl, he told the girl, he said, (coughs) the girl said, please tell me. He he told the girl by word of knowledge, you're traveling to go and meet a guy. They can say, yeah. I say, and you're hoping he proposes. They can say, yes. Please tell me, will he propose? Jesus said, yes. He said, ah, was happy. And then Jesus told her. How many of you have watched the movie? Jesus told her. Jesus told her. He said, but he's not good for you. If I were you, I wouldn't go. Ah, she said, Lord, how can you say that? And then Jesus told him, told her, he said, he said, 
my daughter, you have a fragile heart. And asked, I said, how many men have you trusted and they broke your heart since you were a teenager? Take care, sir. And Jesus said, you may love him, but he's not good for you. He does not desire the things that you desire. At the end of the day, he will hurt you. You will struggle and do all your best to please him. But it will only increase his frustration. And he will also hate me. And he said, don't worry. Just be calm. At the appointed time, I will make it. I will give. See, let me tell you something. This, that movie here, Jesus told that guy, said, you have a fragile heart. Jesus knows your heart. Some people have a fragile heart. They easily trust and give it all only to be hurt. Some people have a hard-hearted heart. Even the heart of Pharaoh is God who made it. Let me tell you, everything God does is good. But the environment causes the evil of it to manifest. But everything God does, if God gives you a hard-hearted heart, it is good. It's maybe those who made the doctrines and established it and put doctrine in the trial, they needed to be very firm. For the work of the gospel. If everybody has that, your pastor's soft heart like this, the ministry will not go far. It will not bring new grounds. Who will preach in Dubai? When the law says you should not preach in public, you should not. Who will break those things? You need lions! Pharisees, leaders, sitting on top of Moses' seat. Teaching wrong doctrine. Nobody can stand up to them because a system is true. A little boy, Jesus, looks at them and says, Vipers, you will perish whitewash tombs. <laughs> if you don't have a liar, you cannot face the trend of wrong doctrine and, and, and established religious. And so, 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 some of those hearts, God gave it to you. It's just that you're using it for the wrong things. What are you talking about? Look at me and tell me that you have a very hard heart. Yes, I have a hard heart. What are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus knows the color of your... See, some hearts are green. Some hearts are blue. Some hearts are gray. Some hearts are pinkish. No, this one, if you're not in the spirit, you cannot catch it. Some hearts, they smell like, like berries. Some hearts, they smell like cheese. Some hearts, they smell like, like, like casmango. <laughs> Lord, the mystery of the heart. Say the mystery of the heart. Jesus knows exactly the kind of heart you have. He gave it to you. Your mother didn't give it to you. Do you hear me? He gave it to you. But he says, my son, give me your heart. Because only I can wield it in the direction it should go. Only I can set the limits. Can you set the limits to your heart? <laughs> you just love you girls. Even when you make up your mind and say, no, this one is your final bus stop. This, and then you just look at her neighbor and say, hey, see glory. See glory. <laughs> see glory. <laughs> I beg. Give your heart to Jesus. I know that you have given your life. 
Can I show you one more thing? (laughs) To change your heart is not your responsibility. Your responsibility is to place your heart on God's altar. I gave 2 Kings 18, 8 to 12 to 13, somebody. Let's run again with scriptures very fast. And Hazar said, why repent, my Lord? And he answered, because I know the evil that thou wilt do unto the children of Israel. Their strongholds will thou set on fire, and their young men will thou slay with the sword, and will, da- and will dash their children, and whip up their women with child. And Hazar said, but what? Is thy servant a dog? And he should, that he should do this great thing? And Elisha answered, The Lord had showed me that thou shalt be king over Syria. When Elijah <coughs> cried and said, Lord, I'm not better than my fathers. I want to die. The Lord gave him food twice and then spoke to him and said, Go and anoint three people with the anointing. Somebody said the anointing. The Lord started with Hazael to be the king of Syria. Jehu, the king of Israel, and Elisha, the prophet in his room, and said, if the sort of, of Hazai doesn't take Jezebel, that of Jehu would do. If not, Elisha would do. Now, listen to something. When Hazai came to meet Elijah, because he's king, he was a servant to the king. The king has sent him to come and inquire of the prophet that this is sickness. Will he lead to death or will he be well? When he came, Elijah anointed him. To be king. But you know what Elijah said? I am looking and seeing your heart. And I know the great evil you will do to the children of God. Do you know that God can anoint you without changing your heart? Yes, sir. <laughs> you can, we are talking about a season of unprecedented productivity. See, you can leave this platform and become the unprecedented yeast in your domain. With your same heart. The fact that you're made pastor, you think that your heart has changed? You're joking. That the presbytery gathered and laid hands on you. Spiritual gifts can even compare your heart. I'm talking about the mystery of the heart. The mystery of the heart. That you're standing on the wedding altar and making vows, but your heart is still telling you, Lucy is the one that I really love. You are joking. That you are standing on the pulpit. They are anointing you and professing how you go to nations. But your heart is to tell you, I am still scared. I don't even know if I will make it in ministry. Will I even... I'm telling you! That's why those of you who trust in your heart, you are joking. The Bible says the heart of a man is desperately wicked. I know that you think that is for unbelievers. You need to read Bible very well. At New Bethel, it is your spirit that is regenerated. The heart has muscles and receptor cells and memory. To change it, just wait. The anointing came on Isaiah. He didn't, his heart was still the same. Hallelujah. Genesis 4 verse 7. Did I give it? Anybody there? Run, 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 run. 
We just have to round up now. Oh. Very quickly. Genesis 4 verse 7. But if you don't, do not do what is right, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must master it. Hallelujah. God was telling Cain, where is your brother Cain? Say, am I my brother's keeper? <laughs> Why have you killed him? Now, God told Cain, he says, sin is standing at your door and knocking. He says, but you must master it. You, you may not change your heart, but you can master it. I'm about rounding off. Take me very seriously now. Listen very well. You may not be able to change your heart, but you can master it. God was not moved by the nature of Cain's heart. God knew that Cain Hallelujah. God knew that Cain had a heart. Do you know the heart of Cain? It is Cain that went and told Abel that let us make a sacrifice for God. But when he saw that Abel's offering was well pleasing than his, he got offended and he killed Cain. Look at the heart of a man. Where is he coming from? <clears throat> a lot of us are killers. Those that we have not manifested physically. The Lord said, if you look at a woman lustfully, you have already done it. Some of us, we just did it this morning. <laughs> if I was looking at you like this, we are doing it. <laughs> I beg. If I say some of you now, you'll be saying that our four fingers not pointing back at you. Some of us. <laughs> he killed his brother. And God told him that sin is standing at the door of your heart. He says, but you must master it. See, God is not, <laughs> God is not in a hurry to change your heart. Too. Can I shock you? Oh Lord, change my heart. Why is it? No, 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 no. God is not in a hurry to change your heart. Why did God not just change his heart? You know that he was a child of God and he loved God. He's the person who even said, let us go and offer sacrifices. Bear his heart. The wickedness of his hand made him to kill his brother. Listen. No matter the way you describe your heart disfavorably, <laughs> it still has a positive purpose to work. Just that you have not understood it. All that the Lord doeth is good. There is no evil with him. He cannot repent of what he has done. Because all he does is perfect. But we live in a fallen world. Where even perfect things begin to manifest in perfection. So when we misunderstand things, we begin to cry for a change. So let me tell you, you have a golden heart. You have a beautiful heart. Your heart is designed by purpose. But you don't have the understanding of it. That's why you permit it to mislead you. Now, God told King, he said, King, you have a rash spirit. You can do something before thinking about its consequence. You are quick to want to give me an offering without even understanding the standards of my kind of offering that I accept. You are quick to get angry with your brother and kill him before you even remember that you are just two and you need him. He says, 
But you know I formed you and there is a better purpose for it. He said, don't worry. Sin is standing at the door of your heart, wanting to use it for its own pleasure. But I tell you, you can master it. That's scripture. That desire in your heart that when it comes, you always think it's pushing you left and right. He says you have the power to master it. You don't have the power to change the heart. You can't stop feeling the way you feel. There are some of you, you don't know why you keep feeling the way you feel. You have the promptings. You have your, you're feeling bad about yourself. You just cannot even explain to somebody. You can even be in love with somebody and then suddenly you start feeling like you don't love him. You love another. Oh, the, in a ministry. See, there's a lot that, but the Bible says, it says, it says you can master it. Somebody say master. The first thing is to know your heart. The color, the shape, the size, the type, the morphology. And then the next thing is to accept it. Some of you wish you were me, right? No, let's be honest now. Uh -uh. Okay, sister. Brother, some of you wish you were me, right? At least a little bit. I'm also wishing that was you. Some of you are not happy with your heart. It repents you every day that I can't be like this. If you look at evil, evil magnifies in your eyes. If you look at good, good magnifies in your eyes. Your heart is good. Your heart is beautiful. Your heart is uniquely designed on purpose. Now, he says, you must master it. So, I said, the first thing is to know your heart. That's what we call soul therapy. <laughs> Some of you, self-discovery, you don't even know yourself. Some of you, you don't even know your thought pattern. Talkless of knowing your heart. The secret things of God are for him. The things that for us he has given us. But now even the things that he has hidden as a king to get his honor. He says it is the glory of men to search it out. There are things you have to search out. Somebody say search out. I want to provoke you this morning. Oh, challenge you. To search out your own self. How can you not know the way you think? You are prone to think in a, in a way. Once you just start preaching the gospel, I'm prone to criticize it me. Dangerously. Positive criticism. Not the criticism to show how bad you are. But is that I love reasoning scripture. scripture. So once you just hold the man and say, in Jesus' name, all the versions of the Bible open my mind. All. Plus concordances. <laughs> You need to know how you think. Master it. It's a responsibility. How can you not even know how your emotional flow happens? You're surprised that you're attracted to these guys and you're like, ah, how come I'm attracted to this kind of people? I thought I was. You don't know yourself. Unconsciously, you dress in a particular way, but you don't even know that that's your pattern. You think it is by chance. Unconsciously, you like sitting behind. But you have not understood that it is a pattern. You think it's by chance because people were here. Even when people are not there, you still go and sit there now. You must master it. You want to know everything without knowing yourself. Discover yourself. How do I think unconsciously? You can study it. How do I feel? 
what arouses me? Which kind of people am I attracted to? Some of you people love a shouting church. You meet a teaching pastor and you think he's not anointed. Because you have not understood that naturally you like a, an, an entertaining environment. So the fact that this person is not entertaining, he doesn't meet my core need. But it doesn't discredit him because he may, so but because he doesn't meet your core need, you discredit him. Because you have not understood yourself. Because you have always loved fair girls. Now God is giving you a, a, a dark girl. You say she is not beautiful. It's not that she is not beautiful. It's that you have been wired to love the fair girls. Hallelujah. I, I remember one time we went for a retreat for a picnic in Karif, at Karifu Wada with VPDM. And one sister said, I love muscular men. I need the muscles. And then Chris Gomez and I, Pastor Chris. And that time we were really small back then. You know now. Say, I love the muscles. And then the next sister said, yes, I also love a huge muscular. The other one said, yes, I love. And then Chris just got over and said, what is this? So I said, say, what about us? My ACF days are the best days of my life. I'm te- See, forum days are the... When you grow, ah, you will understand. I say the best days of my life, forum days. I miss forum days. Ah. Ah, Jesus. So I was saying that you need to master your mind, your emotional flow, your tendencies... And you need to master your heart. See, eh, let me tell you. You don't mind if I use myself? I'm the first in the family. So I have younger ones. I know how to you do this, you don't do this, you do this, you finish it now, you come, you go. I know that one. Very well. And that's how I grew. Always you, you do this. this. So when I came to ACF, I met leadership. And I saw people that feel that I'm anointed than them. Who are more handsome than them. I'm, I used to be a swagger. Um, and then they have to just be commanding me. I said, no, 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 no. It cannot happen. Naturally, I rebel. Before I, before you finish saying, I'm already, unconsciously, in my heart, even if I don't show it, unconsciously is there. Unconsciously. If you tell me do it, I first wait. And then after that, I choose to do it. I do it now because I did it. Not because you told me. Who are you to tell me what to do? <laughs> mercy, Lord. Somebody shout mercy. mercy. And the mercy worked. Is it not working? Are you not seeing that it's working? If, if my leaders were here, they would tell you that it's working. If Bruno was here, he would have said, ah, it is working. It is working. Hallelujah. Those natural tendencies, you need to what? Master them. People know helped me a lot in this life. See, a person who can help you to master yourself is a person, he's more important than a person who gives the word to you. Because if, if you can conquer yourself, you don't even need to conquer the word again, you're okay. Do you understand that? Some of people don't even love yourself. You're angry with your natural tendencies. You're not in concordance. You have cognitive dissonance with your own self. Yes. And if you are not congruent, you are not in synergy with yourself, 
you cannot be a vessel to be a blessing to anybody. Some people hate your size. You hate your color. You hate your IQ level. Some people even hate your, your family, your parents. <laughs> you hate everything. You hate your village. <laughs> everything God made, he said it is beautiful. See, you're perfect just the way you are. Some of you hate your heart. What did you do to have that heart? Nothing. Hallelujah. What I'm saying is that you have to master your heart. You can start from your mind, your emotions, your thought patterns. But don't end it. I told you, that guy, he regretted, he repented, he changed his mind, and he went and did it. Right? Some of you, after a message like this, you say, oh, I need to think, I need to master my heart, I need to love myself, I need to this, I need, you, you regret. You have a remorse. But immediately you leave here, you shake it off, and then you go back to your old self. After you start hating yourself. You don't do it. Now, you cannot tame the heart in a hurry. Nope. One ministration cannot, cannot work any, it cannot unscrew your heart and rescrew. It's a lie. I'll teach you how. Do we even have the time? Let me help somebody's heart a little. Who wants their heart to be helped? Hallelujah. My own heart, every day I want it to be helped too. This message is for you and I. Somebody say you and I. Know your own heart and accept it first. That's the first stage to a transformation. Know your heart. Accept. Accept that. To know and to accept that. Accept it. This is me. I love people to hear that people have read 10 books. They have read 6 versions. But me, I don't have a thing for reading. Even when I choose to read, before I finish one chapter, I'm bored. It's your reality. You didn't choose to be like that, oh. Before you, before I talk now Hebrew and Greek, and then you start condemning yourself, my brother. That is your reality. Are you getting me? You're weak in some things. They, it's not even weakness. It's that you're easy to lease. Because when you use weakness, it's derogatory. It's like bad. Let me say, you are stronger in loving unconditionally than others. Let me not say you are weak emotionally. Do you understand what I'm saying? There is a strength to everything you think is bad in yourself. Start by accepting yourself. Your tendencies, your heart. I'm badly, no matter how I try. This is me. This is, this is me. This is me. I'm not this tall. I'm not this fat. This is me. I'm not this smart. I'm not this quick. I'm not this strong, but this is me. I wish I was this disciplined, but I know this is my limit. I wish I was the guy who just sits. But I love the hawks. <laughs> 
could just read the scripture and natural beauty doesn't move me, but I look, I have a, an eye for good things. Ah. Ah. I wish I could just sit in the back. No, but I like to sit in the front. It is just me. Please fall in love with yourself. God did not transform us before loving us. He loved us first while we were yet sinners. Outcast. Not worthy of his prayer. He loved us. Before changing. You want to change what you don't love? Ah. Change cannot be permanent until it is effortless. So if you struggle to make change when there is no acceptance, you will break or you will make a temporary thing that will become your enemy at the end of the day. That's why God cannot force anybody to go to heaven. Do you know God cannot force you to go to heaven? If God forces you to go to heaven where you want to pull your trouser here and shack and do this, you go there, the play will be very boring for you. So it will become your enemy. You go, you just be hearing worship and the, I, no, 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 no. <laughs> cannot force you. Somebody say, love yourself. Look your neighbor and say, neighbor, fall in love with yourself. You want somebody to love you where you don't love yourself. You are joking. You are joking. Or you want to be able to love somebody where you have not loved yourself. Who does that? Accept the truth about your heart. Are you getting me? You cannot accept what you don't know. So you have to know it and then you accept it. Take out time to test your heart. I know its color, its shape, its size. I'm sure I can draw my heart. And then accept it. When you accept it, stop fighting with yourself. Stop fooling yourself that you're who you're not. I read 10 books. I'm integral. I pray five hours a day. And this...